definitely like where are they you know the timeline like you're talking about mm -hmm. you know and all these little details and you take every little bit of detail from your character creation and throw those lines into the ai so more like point form yeah is all you need really right yeah and this is if you're stuck okay. but we're giving you like tools and like a basic process to follow if you're like i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> Last week, we talked about why everybody is going to be creating metaverse characters and lore story. And this week, we're going to break down how to create your own. This is the Metaverse Podcast. I'm Archetype, and with me is my co-host, Atlas Theory. What's up, guys? How's it going? Welcome back to another episode. Now, to kick things off, we're going to dive into some news from around the metaverse. So I'm going to pass it back over to Archetype. What have you been seeing going on, man? Yes. Well, um, you may have heard before that uh, gaming platform Steam had banned any NFTs. Mm. This happened last year. Um, and we've seen more of this, unfortunately. Um, a company, Take-Two Interactive, which is the parent company to um, GTA, ah. have come, yeah, they've come out with a statement saying that they're banning any third party um, buying or selling of any crypto or nfts hmm. uh which is interesting so grand theft auto itself does not have these sorts of things but there is some third parties that are doing like crates and loots and stuff like that that they are having a bit of a workaround um and selling these items now uh take two interactive has come back and said that we are putting a stop to that um which is interesting but uh I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a little bit of sidestepping. Um, there's already another company called My Metaverse, which is uh, doing a little bit of a workaround. Mm. So I feel like as much as they try and ban it, it's promotion, man. It's no news is bad news. You know what I mean? I like, do. I do. And what the heck? Because like, I thought I heard whispers of possibly GTA 6 doing some kind of crypto aspect to the game and to be honest like if they did they would heavily like take in the metaverse market like oh yeah be insane um yeah, yeah but i know with traditional gamers as long as other traditional <laughs> groups are very <laughs> anti what is coming so i understand being careful mm. on some level but yeah that's disappointing ah gta would be perfect mm. yeah I don't know. Uh, well, there'll just be competition for someone who creates a competitive metaverse that has that. That so is also true. Not all bad news. <laughs> hmm. What else but, have uh, you uh, seen, man? Some, so, well, some. I'll give you some good news. Okay. So we've had the bad. We'll come back with some good. Um, so, some positive is Warner Music Group. Hmm. Okay, which I think is you know tied in with Warner Brothers and, and all that sort of stuff. But they have their music side. Uh, company Warner Music Group have uh, partnered with LGND, um, and they're going to do some NFTs on Polygon. Oh, which is interesting. That is yeah. interesting. Polygon, they're they're movers and shakers, man. They've um, they're partnered with Disney, mm -hmm. 
Now they've partnered with Warner Music Group. Um, so very interesting to see what happens there. Dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Polygon's definitely making some mm. moves. So I need to yes. I feel like I need to explore the ecosystem a little bit more than than I have. Which I haven't. Mm. Um so <laughs> just maybe a little bit a little bit of a taste. But yes, that is good news. It's cool to see some of these traditional companies um, you know, coming in, um, getting their feet wet, you know, trying you know, trying out some of these nfts or digital collectibles or however you want to brand it so everybody is happy <laughs> yeah but no that's cool awesome no that's that's yeah. very very sick i think the more like people come at this approach even if it's a web 2 approach where you know maybe the the resale and stuff like that mm. people aren't getting the best deal out of it's kind of that progression that you see with like understanding crypto and things like that you start off maybe with a Coinbase wallet, then you soon realize that um, it's better to save your assets um, away from exchanges, and then you slowly learn about that and make that move. So, if these Web two companies are thinking about adopting people into the metaverse and NFT space, and they call it digital collectibles or something else, and they they get this audience in. Um, they're going to learn more and then they're going to realize that maybe this isn't the best platform. And then they'll eventually move to a, a proper like web three sort of uh, space where their um, interests are at heart rather than companies just making money. So mm. uh, these companies, man, they're bringing people in and, you know, eventually those people get educated and move out from those older legacy systems yeah. and into the proper like web three space. And I think it's happening faster than we actually realize, you know, like mm. the, the board is being set and I think it's almost done. <laughs> yeah. The pieces are almost <laughs> all in place. So now we get to play yeah. the game here soon. So very, mm. very cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was the news I saw uh, this week, man. But um, let's jump in, man. I, I was excited from last week. We we talked about why people were creating these metaverse characters or why they would mm. uh, want to do such things. Um, so hopefully we've wet their appetite and uh, now they're looking at, all right, what's the next step? Like how would someone who has no experience with creating a law story, how would they dive into that and what tools you would suggest mm. um, they start with? Cool. Yeah, let's dive in. Um, really enjoyed last week's episode. If you want a starting point, go back, listen to that one. Um, it really gives you the why. Um, starting point. I feel like we need to start in Web 2 and evolve kind mm -hmm. of the timeline. So just to paint a picture of like the age that we're entering, we've had storytelling forever. Um, some of them being your favorite movies or books, others, um, a D and D campaign podcast, um, all the way into like short form, little histories of restaurants up on their wall or on their menus. Story is yeah. literally everywhere. Um, and we are headed into an age where that is becoming more and more important. So world building Let's start in mm -hmm. that world anvil probably number one world building tool from web two um i see no hints of them um 
venturing into Web3, which is a little disappointing. I feel that like there's huge opportunity for someone to come in and heavily borrow their platform <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, plug in some Web3 and AI tools and it's going to be, it would be a banger. Um, so that's interesting. Um, the good old pen and ink or any sort of, you know, writer out there, Celtics or final draft. If you're a screenwriter, um, there's all these tools that we've kind of heard about forever. So I don't want to go too, too deep into all of them. Um, but if you're looking for world building specifically, and I'm talking about your character, family tree, friend tree, enemies, pets, um, their city, events in that city, the entire world, mm. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you get the point. Um, that is a great tool and one I suggest starting with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I checked out World Anvil. Um, it opened my eyes to the way people tie in storyline. Mm. Um, we talked about it a little bit in your Web3 space that we had on um, Twitter Spaces. Yeah. But it opens your eyes to like how story is much more connected and deep. Like there was things that I saw in there that I had not thought about. Like you mentioned, um, you know, like interaction with different characters, mm. whether they like those other characters, um, what are their, his their family history, pets, likes, dislikes, um, where not just where it's set or the, you know, the character, but it starts to expand out further. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it gives you a bit more understanding of like how far you can take this storyline and involve other characters. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's important. So when you mentioned world anvil, um, it's worth checking out, even if you don't use it, mm -hmm. um, just to see what potential that you could create. Yeah. It really is. Um, world Anvil is not only a world builder, but like you can run D and D campaigns and build out like all these types of worlds. Um, but I don't also want to hype it too much. I think it's like a web two cluster of info <laughs> that is not well organized. Yeah. Um, it is yeah. very hard to get started from someone who doesn't understand some terms you know um yeah like i still have to search for my world you know and like when i want to switch in between different worlds that i'm writing um oh, i'm just waiting for someone to like come in and yeah push forward with that um but let's let's not move we kind of let's move forward a little bit um into some of the web three things we've seen um, and it, it hasn't been a lot. We went through kind of a meta with NFTs where, um, you know, world building and lore and branding uh, was like so important, right? Um, but all they've done is like yeah. release little, you know, text-based stuff. Um, yes. So even there, it's like, not fully flushed out yet. Um, so I'm really like, I'm kind of waiting for tools to be kind of part of the platform, I guess, or some kind of way to influence NFTs. 
Um, now I do know, um, you know, a company I work for, Infinity Labs, um, is kind of maybe one of the few who are doing this where they um, have community submitted lore, and those lore um, pieces are able to become part of the NFT, um, like written on it mm. uh, in the metadata, mm. metadata, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, and so that's really cool. And I think more NFTs are going to go that way. Um, but I think AI, when we arrive at, at the AI sector, is mm. where we're really going to see things shine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel for someone who's starting out, like when I first dabbled in law, uh, there was no AI um, available, or maybe there was, but I, I wasn't aware of it. And so I literally thought that I had to sit down and write this full story and have all the nuts and bolts, everything worked out, all the detail. And I think that that puts a lot of people off and that's not necessarily what uh, we're talking about here. We're talking about like a, a launching off, like starting to think about your character. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, it's good to have a little bit of an idea of like what your character might be. I think everyone has uh probably something in mind already and so with ai what's interesting is like you can literally have one sentence right mm -hmm. about who your character might be and you can throw it into this ai generator and it will spit out anything from a paragraph to multiple paragraphs and chapters of story uh, the more you develop it um and it's quite fast, isn't it? It is. It is. And I think you're touching on something that maybe like we, we're talking about tools um, at the moment, but let's actually go through how, like step by step. Okay. And I think what you just mentioned, yeah. like a line of text can be put into AI, right? So that was actually probably one of the starting points I do is, first of all, create your metaverse character, right? Find their name. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you do the basic like profile creation. Uh, what's, you know, what's their age? Where do they live? You know, blah, blah, blah. But then maybe just start writing things about them. Like character, my character was orphaned. Mm -hmm. And throw that into AI and see what comes yeah. out, you know? Um, and then do that for like each kind of, bit of information that you've written or can write about your character. And I'm talking like pen and paper first or like on a Google doc, yeah. you know, and kind of just start getting little points um, of detail and interest and throw it into AI. Um, hmm. I think that's probably a great step to after you create your metaverse character. Um, what do you think? Well, I was going to ask, do you think it's important to place that character in a timeline first. Oh, like a like, place and setting. That, and... Yeah. Do you think that that's important? Like first step, or do you think like just work with the character first and then work out where that fits in the timeline of history? Yeah. So no, that's, that's a good point. Um, I think I would throw that into like character creation. Um, 
But yeah, maybe like at the very beginning. Yeah, we can maybe this is like a Twitter thread after we post this podcast. Maybe after yeah. on this post, um, go to Twitter, guys, um, or in the show notes, and we'll like create a you know one through whatever uh, little list um, for you guys to follow. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think character creation is definitely like where are they? You know, the timeline like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, and all these little details and you take every little bit of detail from your character creation and throw those lines into the AI. Um, Some more like point form is all you need really. Yeah. And this is if you're stuck, like, Mm -hmm. you know, these aren't cemented, you know, lists. Like for me, I already know like where I want my character to go, who I want him to meet you know, the things he values. And this is just because, like, I've sat and I've thought about it and I've kind of written it down on a piece of paper. So if you already have all of this, you're, like, a lot further along, you know. But we're giving you, like, tools and, like, a basic process to follow if you're, like, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, yes. A era uh, metaverse Mm. um, might be, like, sandbox or something like that. Or maybe a futuristic one, something like star atlas Mm -hmm. or maybe someone builds something that's like a metaverse that is in medieval time you know could your character adapt and go into that and it's sort of like it's almost like the time travel movie right Right. like could your character easily go into these different metaverses in different points in time do you think that that's something to consider i think it is important to um but i think that it really depends on um, if you're also cr- like putting content out there, like as a content creator, or if you're creating the story like for yourself, um, cause you can always switch things yeah. up if it's like for yourself. Right. But if you're like establishing a fantasy character, it's really hard to get that character into, um, like a space setting. So a lot of us are starting off, mm-hmm. I think in more space sci-fi settings, with the ability to, like you were saying, time travel and do all these things. Um, but I think that it still doesn't maybe change the fundamental story, but I think you do need to establish that, like what timeline they do start off in. I think that is important. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a good interjection. There. Like their original, their original verse. Yeah. Their original <laughs> verse. And I think that like really comes, yeah. you know, and that's cool. We're going to be all like really different. Um, cause mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you enjoy fantasy, of course you're going to start in a fantasy world. How are you getting to the sci-fi yeah. one? I have no idea. Maybe there's some like cool <laughs> time traveling archetype like, yeah, chip you, that picks you up. Yeah. You collect the special crystals. <laughs> and you put it in the <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, like <laughs> I, uh, there's so many things to like consider, you know, as you're building out, you know, a story and. If, if you do want to get, get good at this, like there's so many resources, books, uh, podcasts, YouTube videos that are like right mm-hmm. there for free that you can like yeah. learn story building and like learn how to build a character and, um, you know, go, go around all these different aspects of building on a story mm-hmm. and a character. Yeah. So talking AI, Mm -hmm. um, what program or what platform or what tool would you suggest 
people start off with? Because you mentioned, you know, throw it into AI, but what programs are available? Mm. So the one, there's one that's blowing up all over, um, well, the internet, I should say. <laughs> uh, chat. <laughs> I always mix this up. GDP? G GP? GPT? Yeah. GPT. GPT. I yes. <laughs> I think I named it time zone or something. To... <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's openai.com mm. is the one I used. Yeah. And that was really good. I think that's the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. There's that one. I I'm spacing the other name, but it's basically the same. Um, yeah. yeah. As far as writing goes. And, um, once you have like those texts, like even using the AI art ones, like mid journey, um, to extra, mm -hmm. like build out that character with visual representation is also very good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So with that website, like you, you literally like have like a little, uh, text box that you start putting information in. Mm -hmm. And then that's what you were saying. Like you copy, just like a one line sentence and then it generates like it expands on that. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's really good with reading that text box, reading that prompt. So, um, for instance, um, I'm going to just use myself like Atlas theory is, mm -hmm. um, my character is younger than me. It's like me in my 20s. So Atlas theory is like a 25 yeah. year old, um, guy growing up in, um, a futuristic, uh, Egypt, ancient Egyptian like city he is you know and then you can throw that prompt in if you, you can add more too like you know yeah. he has no parents and he is searching for meaning in his life enter and see what comes out okay you know so that's as simple as that just that and then it that. will go yeah and spit out yeah spit out more yep. yeah yeah expand on and that. you can say like write a paragraph yeah. you know you know write a large amount or you know, so a lot of cool stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you, so kind of like, mm -hmm. kind of like, um, you know, when you say like, Hey Siri or Hey Google, like give me this, it's kind of like doing the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Mm. We'll have the voice someday. You know it. <laughs> Anyways, that's yeah. another topic I really want. I'll get into at some point. Uh, <laughs> so, like from there, it's like, um, here you kind of decide what you want to keep, what you don't want to keep, and really, it's just building mm -hmm. out that character. Now, when we talk about lore, mm -hmm. we go a little bit deeper because we may want to build out an entire story around them, right? Versus just their background yeah. or who they are. Um, Sure. So this is where you get into like the world anvils or simply just like old style writing or, mm -hmm. you know, however you can best create, do it. I, I think it was last year, wrote a book using voice to text because I didn't want to sit there and write everything out. Yeah. And those tools are available yeah. now. Like there's no excuse not to build out a story if you want to. <laughs> but um, yeah. I guess I should backtrack a little bit. Step three, let's, let's put this, these steps in the context of writing a story off of your okay. character. So, and this is instruction we're going to post in the comment section yes. of our, when we drop this episode, mm -hmm. 
we're gonna put in the comment section step one two three yeah and then yeah we're gonna see what people come up yeah. with. yeah it's gonna be really really fun okay so, so step so one. step one step two is done yes step three you're on to um start plotting out a series of events for your character and this is where you kind of want to mm. think of like maybe from the prompts you've kind of gotten a better feel to like oh, okay I want to take my character on this adventure and he dies at the end. Right. Or, or something like that. So now you can start plotting off events. Maybe in during one of the AI lines, it says like character meets his friend named Victoria. Right. So now there's a Victoria. Um, and you could take that and refilter it into the prompt as well and to find out who she is. Right. But uh, anyways, oh, yeah. then you start, doing little point lines like wakes up one day goes to work goes to the bar after work meets victoria in the bar victoria and your main character um witness a robbery outside um you know and just using like any type of ai prompts and they're off on this adventure because um they're trying to hunt down the thief that took the family heirloom of a beaten down third character. So now it's a trio mm. off on this grand adventure to recover this item. And that's your story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I wish I had these tools previously. <laughs> Same. <dude. laughs> um, but what is cool is I do have a base story um, for my character, which now I can riff off and do like you said, almost like episodes or little adventure stories now that I have sort of the basics. Mm -hmm. So I like this progression. You don't have to have the full thought out sort of idea. Mm -hmm. um, you just get the base story. And then from there, you can have like almost like episodic, you know, uh, things that you can create in your own time when you have time. Yeah. This list, um, like you're saying, like everything's changing, guys, the way we create content, like you don't have to sit there and think of this beautifully plotted out, you know, storyline from the beginning to start writing. Like mm. you're kind of starting the right before kind of that by using the AI prompts yeah. and like finding those lines of, you know, history you want to put into those AI prompts and then organizing, mm. you know, those. And then you can start yeah. to write out you know some story and then there's even writing before that happens so it's like a crazy thing and i think that whatever structure you can find that gets your story out there is going is a good structure mm -hmm. because at the end of the day yeah. it's like our goal is to not be caught in writer's block because ai can fix that mm -hmm. just throw a few prompts in take what you like and go right or, or not yeah. be stuck by like, oh, if I could only just speak my story, I, you know, I hate writing yes. and sitting at this computer. Well, you can. There's voice to text, you know, apps like just stand there and tell your story. You know, so many cool yeah. things. 100%. It's like I compare it to um, in the visual art world. I every day when I get a comment or something like that um regarding my artwork it's always in the negative like self-reflection that people will say that's amazing 
but I could never do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what I've found is like everybody is differing levels of, of being able to create, but a lot of the time it's just more or less what's hindering them or what's stopping them. Yeah. For example, like I can do a particular type style of artwork, but I suck at so many other styles. Mm. Um, so if I literally like went, Oh wow. Like I want to draw like a realistic sketch and I start, I would throw that piece of paper within the first minute because I suck so bad at it. And I feel like that that's sometimes where people start and they get no further. Mm. And so it's the same for like story writing. Like it, it is a layered approach. And now these tools are sort of allowing you to start at the very basic layer mm -hmm. and then expand and expand and expand. And then what people will find is they are actually pretty good storytellers. Yeah. But now it's a period in time where they have the tools to actually uh, aid that storytelling. Mm -hmm. And that's what I find exciting. It's Everybody's great. got a story to tell, man. Dude, everybody does. It's like the age of empowerment, you know, like, mm. you know, these tools out there literally change everything i know a project you and i have been working on do you know how many people or how much money it would take to get to like we're still in pre-production but to even get to the level that we are right now you know yes insane yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna talk details no 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 details secret, but, but like but the process man the yeah. process has been lightning fast yeah it's so crazy. And it motivates you along. Like mm -hmm. if we were to do this in like what we're working on this project, if we were to do that traditionally, um, you're not getting that buzz of like seeing the finished product. Like yeah. as you go, it's just too slow. You know what I mean? Dude. But when we see, when we see like the results, it's just like, it spurs you on and you just want to keep creating more and more. Yeah. It, it's true. It's so rewarding. Yeah. It's just awesome to get that, like, feed, that instant feedback, like you're saying. It just, yeah. Oh, so dang motivating. Oh, man. And this is coming mm. from, like, somebody who has procrastination problems and who can't finish anything. Like, <laughs> I'm completing shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's awesome. Um, I guess that kind of brings me to, like, number four, which is not so, like, an in depth thing, but, like, I think what we're saying now should be number four, like create any way you can, like you have a story to tell, just dive in. If you like it, yeah. scrap, if you don't like it, scrap it, like through another prompt yeah. into AI, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I think the fear is like, why start this when I think the end result will probably suck mm -hmm. and I won't publish it. But because these tools are allowing you to create so fast, it's, you could literally do it like in your lunch break or, you know, instead of the endless mindless scroll that you go through on laying on the couch for 10, 20 minutes, mm -hmm. you could literally be creating like full storylines and being productive. And if it doesn't eventuate to anything, yeah, like you say, scrap it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so beautiful. I feel that like maybe... And guys, this is going to be a little while till this would come out. But if we could document our process now a little better. So when we're mm -hmm. after we've released what we're working on, 
it'd be really cool to be like, hey, guys, here's how we did it. And here's how you can mm-hmm. yeah, do a similar process. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. What we kind of discussed too deep no, yeah. um, is frustrating. But when we do um, finally come out with this, it is going to be a real eye opener mm-hmm. um, and a real example of, yeah, how these tools work so well mm-hmm. and how it still, it still takes some creative process. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, it's still satisfying. It still feels rewarding. It still feels like we've had a lot of input in, in what we've been able to create, mm-hmm. even though we've used heavily, like a lot of AI writing yeah. and visual tools. Um, it still feels like we are, sort of the conductors yes. putting all this recipe together. That's my favorite term for the coming age is the conductor. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. We could get, we could have a whole episode on the conductor, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think we go end it there. Let's, let's put together some form of contest. We'll put those um, for you guys listening. We'll put those steps in um, the Twitter or in the show notes. Follow those steps, create your stories. I think, how long should they be, do you think? Um, just for the contest's sake. We'd love to see your full stories as well. But Well, for the contest, I say, contest, I say we keep it to uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We could put, you could put like a thread in there. Yeah. If you want to put it on Twitter. Um, so that could be anything from one, one post or multiple thread posts. Um, or if you want to put it up on like something like medium, or if you've got another way that you want to present your work, like put a link to it in the comments mm-hmm. uh, and we'll go through and we'll read them. Yeah, definitely. I'll throw mine up there as well under the post. Um, I'm, I'll do one post for those of you who, you know, don't maybe just want to do one little one. Cause you're afraid like, Oh, is that enough? Yes. I'm going to do one little post. Um, just talking about my yeah. risk character. So I hope you guys join me short or long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And uh, you guys can also find us at our website, metaversedpodcast.com. That's got all our episodes up there, as well as um, links to myself and Alice Theory, what we've been doing uh, in the Web3 space, links to our personal uh, creations and what we're up to as well mm. perfect thank you guys for listening cool. to another episode of the metaverse please hit that like button subscribe depending on if you're viewing or listening to us and if you are listening and you enjoyed this episode please leave us a review we'd really appreciate it um, get the word out there share with some friends till next time <laughs> Oh!